0: The horse was a four year old gray Appaloosa mare named Tico Cheese, but Navy Master Chief Gil Shannon simply called her Tico. He spent time with his wife Marie and his mother in law on their horse ranch in Bozeman, Montana, but his true home was the Navy. Most of his life was spent either at the Naval Training Center Hampton Roads in Virginia Beach, Virginia, or off in faraway corners of the globe doing what Marie, a bit too often for his taste, derisively referred to as serving his corporate masters. The life of any camp follower was difficult, but being the wife of a U.S. Navy SEAL was just plain grueling at times, and there was a bitterness within his wife that Gil could see growing slowly stronger with each passing year. The hard truth was that he and his wife shared only a few things in common. They both loved Montana like their next breath, had horse blood in their veins, and they shared a chemical attraction for each other strong enough to rival the force of gravity. He put his boot into the stirrup and hauled himself up into the saddle as Marie came into the stable dressed in jeans and boots and a maroon Carhartt jacket. He looked at her approvingly, touching the brim of his hat. Ma'am, he said, his blue eyes smiling. She smiled back in the same shy way as she always did after they'd made love, her brown eyes twinkling, long brown hair loosely braided. She was thirty-six, one year older than her husband, and at the very least his intellectual equal. Crossing her arms, she leaned against a support post cluttered with tack. You know that horse likely forgot your name last time you were away. Gil grinned, sidling Tico over to the wall where he took down a browning 300 Winchester magnum with a 3-24 Night force scope. I ain't all that convinced she ever knew it. He shucked the rifle backward into the saddle scabbard. Self-centered beast that she is. You know there ain't nothing out there gonna hurt you. Well, all the same, I like to have it along, he said quietly, never liking to disagree with her, their time together always being too short. She arched an eyebrow in warning. You'd better leave my elk alone, Gil Shannon. He laughed, knowing he was caught, removing a pouch of tobacco from his tan heart and rolling himself a cigarette. There was a zen to the process that helped keep him anchored whenever he felt the waves of anxiety slapping at his hull. The sad reality was that life on the ranch was too slow for him, too tidy and safe, and he sometimes began to feel as though he might crawl out of his skin. He understood why this was, of course. He'd been raised the son of the warrior, and as a result carried much of the emotional baggage that often came along with being the son of a Green Beret who had served multiple tours during the Vietnam War. He was extremely proud of his heritage, however, having consciously chosen a form of service— That meant he would spend most of his adult life far away from the Montana of his youth. Montana would always be there, he told himself. And when he finally grew too old to run, jump, and swim for the Navy, he would retire there and finally settle down with Marie, secure in the knowledge that he had done all that he could to defend this great land. He smiled at his wife, poking the cigarette between his lips. Don't worry. Old man Spencer said I could hunt his place any time I want. Marie understood that her husband had demons he kept inside. She could see them in the shadows that crossed his brow in those painful moments when he thought she wasn't looking. I see, she said thoughtfully. So you're letting out for the high country? He drew from the cigarette and exhaled through his nose. I'll stay below the snow line, don't worry. I never worry when you're home, she said, stepping from the post to touch his leg. I already told you there's nothing out there gonna hurt you. Montana's where you draw your strength. He leaned to kiss her and straightened up in the saddle. Have you seen Oso this morning? Out back, watching the colts as usual. He thinks they're his. Gil gave her a wink and pressed his heels into the flanks of the horse to set her walking out the door. As he rounded the corner, he saw the Chesapeake Bay retriever sitting over near the paddock where the two painted colts were kept with their mothers. Oso! he called, and the dog came trotting. His full name was Oso Cazador, bear hunter, named by Gil's late friend Miguel, the dog's original owner, who had raised him to go grizzly hunting with him in the high country outside of Yellowstone. Miguel had died the year before of cancer, and his daughter Carmen had showed up with Oso at the funeral, asking Gill if he would let the dog come live on the ranch, claiming that her apartment back in L.A. was just too small for a 120-pound animal. Before Gil even had the chance to think it over, Marie had taken the leash and welcomed Oso into the family.